Call me in order. Roll call. Okay. Yes. Mulder. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Tom. Yes. Great. Yes. Dr. Walton will be absent. Vacation. Yeah. Public forum. Second agenda. Motion to approve. So yeah. Second. 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 Roll call. Yes. 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 One second. This I had written in, in the bill last, but it deals with this thing. It ends up being a, a big, big amount of money. But partly what this amounts to is it's a building error through NMPP energy. They, we get credits for, I get started this way. NMPP Energy does all of our transmission buildings for my soul. Okay, and there's a series of, of charges and back over the past several months, February, we've been receiving substantially more credits than we were supposed to, and that's just an error. And uh, then over the course of, of the months, then it adds up to this $33,033 adjustment. And that's the uh, amount of additional credits that we have received over the course of months um, when we erroneously received, shouldn't have received that much. So what it did is, well, got together with, with Carol from NMPP Energy. She explained this and then had Marlon Purvis uh, study those numbers also. And Marlon has responded then um, and and does agree that uh, the error is uh, is true and correct, and that we're all in these funds. And uh, anyway, I, I would uh, we should approve this bill, which if we can just it was on the list that I had had to sign. If we can consider that an approval, uh, that uh, you go ahead and pay this would be square. I want to get this taken care of during this current fiscal year. So this from way back the Prior to that. From February on. February. What's what happened? Did they have any There's two communities. And it sure as heck sounds likely only a, one other member was impacted in the year occurred when when our was our uh, our lost component was uh, was erroneous to switch with the other purchase. And what happened was uh, this had gone on for several months and gone on unchecked. Um, and then NMPP is, is uh, demonstrating some software that would take away any of the manual calculations on the billings. And as they're demoing the software, it's actually the software that found this there. So, so they would give us a year to pay that back? Or? They'd work with us on, on pay, but. So are they, my other question is, that, have they have a stop that this won't happen again, or have they that check system in there? Yeah, it's just this additional software. It's all signed and approved? Yeah, they are. That John Snyder one is, is approved. Mm -hmm. Motion to approve. Second? Second. Roll call. Reese. 
Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the public hearing on the proposed amendments of the budget. Well, can I ask one question about this? Just because I understand, I'm all in favor of it. Now. Exactly. How is this going to sit up show on this page, so it's on 4020. And I'll just tell you that, that the lumberyard proper is down there. It's the extension of, of 6th Street. And there's that building that they might, old Gail Carson boys call it the old manly building, but it's that, that old. Uh, Building there with the docks that you can drive up docks to. Okay, and it's directly north of, of that one. Directly north of the Yes. Yeah. About of the furthest north building of the lumberyard right. downstairs. Yeah, right, straight one. So it's right along the abandoned railroad. It is on the abandoned right along the railroad. Do we have any input on Close the public hearing on public amendments. Resolution 2125. Motion to approve that. Motion to approve Second? I'll second. Roll call. Order. Yes. Thank you. Yes. 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 Okay, we're going to get an inside look at getting back on suspension, right? Yep. You want to lead through it? Yep, you bet. We come up here, right? Go. Okay. I apologize for the dress. Like I said, I'm trying to be three places at once today. Eleven-year-old softball practice to the Lori Hospital golf outing and to, to the city council meeting. So, um, real quick, I guess to get you updated. Last time I was here, we talked about the housing and development. Uh, time previous to that was um, when this project first started to kick off for Evapco. Um, so a little bit of a background. Some of this you you all know. Some of it you don't. But right now we're staffed at about 196 people at the Evapco location, all in Lakeview. We have another 30 staff that's up in Medford, Minnesota, which are sales and engineering staff. So the factory's running on just about 230 people. Um, last year we uh, purchased, um, and that's what I was here for, matter of fact, was the 37 acres of farm ground that we bought west of the plant. Uh, the schedule at that point in time was maybe two, three, four, five years down the road that we would be looking at advancing and growing the operation. Um, our present CEO, Mr. Barley, wanted to pursue the project in, in with more vigor, uh, starting here in 2021. So we started to do some of those things. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, too many yelling at 11 year olds, I apologize. Anyway, uh, um, you know, the project got going and we, we started to receive some bids. And the reality is, is post pandemic pricing was, was highly inflated. Um, it, it had exceeded what we thought it would be. And so we kind of had to uh, pivot. Scott and I have talked on numerous times. Uh, Scott came out. We also spoke with our FM Global, some of the requirements that we have to have, which you guys are going to talk about here in a little bit. Um, but the reality is the pricing came in about 66% higher than we anticipated. Um, we could attribute at least 30% of that due to post-pandemic inflation. Um, but the rest of the project, it's, it's really a project that's starting in virgin soil. And so it just cost uh, more than we really thought it would be. The project plans are this. We are planning on uh, putting a full service driveway, which is going to run south of the current parking lot, still on the property north of the uh, uh, housing district that is south of us. So we're going to be able to run our truck traffic into there. 
the plant is scheduled to be built at about 60,000 square foot of production space, which um, in uh, our numbers for production is going to be three 100 foot wide bays by 200 foot long. To put that in perspective right now, the current base size is 50 foot. So it's a, it's a big, big plant with a lot of wide open space. The need for this plant is uh, for a few reasons. Number one, uh, our market share continues to grow. Number two, um, our product sizing is continuing to grow. Uh, this year in the spring, we built eight units for a customer uh, that the units were 26 foot wide by 53 foot long and moved about 120,000 CFM of air. We're looking at bringing the only product, we'll be the only manufacturer to bring product line to the market that has the capabilities of 200,000 CFM of air movement from a make air unit. So we're gonna be venturing into a brand new territory and this plant's gonna be able to do that for us. So it's gonna be big, it's gonna be wide, um, and then it's gonna have full drive-through uh, abilities. So our truck traffic will come in the south, drive right through the middle of the parking lot into our factory, we, we will load it. Uh, the ton, uh, the cranes are gonna be 20 ton cranes. So it's twice the size of the cranes we currently have. Um, so we can pick unit sections up to 40,000 pounds. We have unit sections right now pushing 33,000 pounds. And then the truck traffic will run straight out of the north and then back through the old plant and out the gate and back onto the highway. So this will be a, a nice round uh, uh, figure of uh, truck, truck traffic. It is also gonna encompass uh, almost 5,000 square foot of office and future um, um, office space, which includes uh, full-scale break room and uh, storm shelter capabilities, because we, we, we are pushing our limits now. And, uh, and then um, uh, uh, two women's, two men's restrooms for, for the future growth. As Scott mentioned in the uh, meeting minutes, uh, we're proposing the high quality jobs um, uh, and we filled out that paperwork with, with Scott present last week and the state of Iowa as well. And so the last portion we have to make this project reality is tomorrow morning we're going to pick a general contractor. Um, we've had some milestone moments given to us by general contractors that could be as soon as July. Dirt will be moving. Uh, concrete would be pouring between August and September. And then based on the, the need of steel, that's really the, the, the holdup is the steel for the building probably will not arrive between January and February. So you'd be looking at the actual erection of the new facility um, in the early, early spring, late winter of 2022. So it's a big project, we're excited. It's a good thing I don't have much hair left already because I won't have any at the end of it. Um, but uh, we're really excited and we need the city support. And so on my, my ending note here, is that uh, we did realize with the help of um, the same architect and, and our insurance provider uh, that the size and sheer the sheer size of this uh, manufacturing plant uh, will will require a, an awful amount of, of water flow and pressure and volume in order for us to uh, provide the safest work environment for our staff and so that's what's on your resolution and that support uh, will push us over the, the edge to be able to do it we have put a lot of capital commitment into the project and I know the city from what we've heard so far seems to be um, in support of the project uh, but we're looking at continuing our growth um, together and uh, since we started 20 years ago and, um, and that's what we hope to, to, to continue doing so how many are you employ now well I'm sorry how many were you employed now 
we play right around 200 right now. You know, we'd be looking at within, uh, uh, it could be very aggressive within the next five to 10 years at, at you know, two to 300 people. Um, conservative figures could be maybe two and a half, but uh, we're, we're looking to, to continue growing and we hope that this, this market that nobody else is in is going to propel us to, to get to where we want with our high quality jobs. So you're saying 200 additional? No, about between between 50 and, and 100 additional okay. in the next five to 10 years. Got it. Yep. We're excited to have you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Randy, I wonder, is there anything you'd like to share with your charge of second time? I just wanted to thank the city for all your work on this. And everybody is as supportive as you guys are. And I understand that water between you is going to be substantial. I call that name. So it's a big part. Thank you for all your work. one main action item tonight, but a couple uh, steps to get there. Um, in your packet on page 7, there's a development agreement. And we went through this development agreement last uh, Thursday. last Thursday, and really agree in principle on everything. There's a couple things that I know they were looking at as, as far as uh, figuring some, some stuff out yet about uh, sizing electric and and then we were also looking at some stuff on, on timing of water, uh, water supply. So I want to go through a couple things with you, and let's just start on page 7, and really just the bottom of the page here. The incentives to evaporate would really be two things. And the first thing, uh, the financial incentive, uh, is, is tax evasion. And we had talked about maybe having a cash incentive equal to the amount of the abatement, and you've got to be very... Uh, content with, with this abatement schedule that we've been given. So this would be uh, just a, a tax abatement, and that schedule is, is a little bit more aggressive than our standard schedule, but that's, uh, that's the schedule that's in our economic development laws. Okay, the second thing deals uh, with tax increment financing, that the, the parcel uh, where the plant will be constructed would be put into a TIF district, and we begin receiving the TIF taxes off that. Yeah, EVAPCO was, was real good about uh, getting us a new legal description of just the property that's being developed. So the whole 36 acres doesn't go into a TIF district and potentially starts the clock running on, on TIFs that way, just as one parcel does, that would be where the new plant's in. So we have to separate them, right? May I advance off that quick, just because that's something you and I have been working on? Uh, but strategically, the way we've laid out this uh, newest plant expansion, this gives us the ability to basically do a fourplex all off of the same um, center point of the, the northwest corner. And so, uh, yes, the tip district, we, we've separated out, so it's just the plant. So if we would, you know, go into the other three expansions, we'd have that ability. Yeah, fair enough. Very true. Very true. So with that, that tip and, and uh, what we would be utilizing, TIF funds primarily to pay for would be this water extension. So when we get down to it, the, the council would make a commitment on this grant that says our match to the grant is twofold, this was tax abatement, and then we would put in this water. So uh, on top of page eight, that describes a little bit about this, this water system, 12 inch water main that runs from the water tower out to the evapro site. Um, does a little bit of clearing up about uh, a unique arrangement that we have out there with the evaporator now about a current 10-inch water main on the property that, that's since the 
since the uh, building has been there, it's always been defined as the backpost private service line, this 10 inch. Well, we're going to end up connecting into that 10 inch and creating a big loop, and this ends up being the big loop that goes all the way around the lake. So, we evaco will will give us give us back that 10 inch water main become the public main again and the easements of the water. Okay, one of one of the things that we needed to discuss about that and uh, was was the timing about when we would be able to do the water main. And when you you look at this agreement, it says we do water main in, in spring and summer. And as we discussed, uh, spring and summer of next year. And as, but as we discussed, it's going to be too late for, for the way the project's going. So, the, uh, we're talking with uh, with Bob Beanstro about timing on that. And we certainly can can potentially look at, at doing two, two projects, one smaller project out there in Evapco to get a water main out underneath the, underneath the uh, concrete and make sure that, that all of our work is done out there so we're, we're not inhibiting their ability to work. So we may do a little project there and, and then have a larger project for the main all the way up the highway where you look at bidding, bidding it all uh, together with, with two different completion dates because they need that, that uh, main installed underneath the concrete drive. So we will continue to work through that to know for sure that, that uh, at least we'll have the main installed underneath the, the concrete and, and have that done here quickly. And then continue to explore our, our alternatives on actually getting the water main out there. Because they need the water main by the time the, the building is being built, but that's next spring. So we have a little bit more time on that. And that helps with, with contractors and also on pipe pricing right now, which is kind of outside. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep working on that, and also the the notion about what it says about electricity, there 460 volt, 1200 amp. I think that's going to change substantially. That uh, I remember what those numbers were, other than it was 3,000 amps they were talking about. Yeah, and I had looked that close at it. Um, Jared was on vacation over the weekend, and he will be back till tomorrow. Our EGRN engineer. Mm -hmm. So I I'd like to call him and talk to him tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I've got. I've got whatever John has gave Scott and I, so, yep. so I want to talk to Jared about that and see where we're at on our load. So, it's, when I talked to Jared before he went on vacation last week, he felt pretty confident as far as the substation stuff. He was very comfortable with where we're at there, but he wanted to talk about a couple of different transformers that we're talking about adding over to the new years. He talked a little bit, Fred, about uh, electric needs and testing the units and, and how you would go about doing that. That seems to be one instance where we got to be able to provide massive amounts of power. Yeah, that, that's correct. And so, you know, I mean, I, I know that the original transformer was never thought that, would, that we would ever exceed its capacities and on regular runtime or not. But with the 200 CFM, 200,000 CFM units, I mean, we're potentially going to be loading. Um, 100 to 150 horse um, uh, electric motors at the same time, and so that's where we need the amp draw to be able to, to do that. Because you're currently running a fourth of what that transformer can do. Right. That's what he told me when I talked to him the other day. So I, I would like to talk to him about that. 
Yeah, but I got John on vacation this week too. So yeah, I, I know I talked to John. Did you? Yeah. Okay. He said if I had any questions, I could call him and talk to uh, Dave. No, Ray. Ray. Yeah, yeah. 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 we were just figured that it's a second transformer for the second plane. So. No. The initial proposal is same size, but we we're building for yeah. Just for the council uh, reference, if you look at page 10, that's that's the new legal description of that property. So there's 36 acres there, but the only portions that's included in the cliff is, is the uh, shaded area there, and that's the new legal description for it. And then look at page 11, that's the uh, uh, the overall uh, diagram about what we would propose to do for that wall. Again, cost on that is about 460 
Yes. Some 
analysis on these three water mains. So, if we flip backwards, you can get to page nine. So the page numbers are in the upper left-hand corner. <laughs> so yeah, page page can find yeah, page nine. So it this will have the cost estimate for the replacement of the water main on Highway 175. <coughs> so cost estimate on replacing that uh, water main on on Highway 175 is about two hundred forty-five thousand three hundred five. The other one that we really would give strong consideration to is what they call the West Main, and that's the one that's down the west side of the school property. And that's uh, itemized there on page 10 with the cost being 117506 The third alternative is that one up, uh, up this street and up Jackson, which can really have some positive effect on on fire protection, um, but you can see that there that that involves uh, quite a little bit more work in in actually in the residential area and, and through the streets. Um, cost of that one's three hundred thirty-seven thousand one fifty-five. I'm interested in your thoughts about uh, about potentially potential projects for water. Station, right? Is that calculated in there? The total project is 833. That doesn't include the 337. Yeah, total is 833, and that does not include the, the, uh, the Jackson Street. Uh, I think I just throw this out there for your consideration now. We need to do a little bit of analysis about how we would fund it. It's, the, the pressure station, you know, we, would, we would do that with the TIF funds. Yeah. We would finance that with, with the TIF funds. And it's joint TIF funds with the back of the, from the, uh, the Jacobson project. And also, plus all of the other great economic development projects, primarily that are occurring on the There's lots of good value. So, <coughs> so we can make that work. Um, this pump station is going to need three phase power. So that cost doesn't cover any of that additional getting that power to that. Because you're, you're looking at probably sticking a transformer right next to the pump right station. Right next to what? Right the pump next station. to the pump. Yeah. And we're, gonna, we're looking at 5th and Madison, right? Yeah. So. I have no, I mean, you're going to be bringing power, power from the middle of between 7th and 6th at Jackson. Coming from that section area, which is the closest three phase, you have to come down south from Jackson to Fifth, wherever you're going to set the pump station. Then you have a transformer sitting there, so there'll be some concern with some homeowners probably over having this three phase transformer sitting in the front yard. Well, because the, the pump station is going to I'll be underground probably. Well, not all. Some of us can be underground. I'll have the control panel. 
But it looked like a fairly good slab when we looked at that a few weeks ago. Yeah. You mean it will look like a big country yeah, big country slab? You're saying that the three phase that you have is up between sixth and seventh on Jackson? Yes. It's right in the alley, right next to Dave Nelson's property. So what kind of a job is that to bring that down then to fit the map? We got that boring crew come in, which we got other projects that we're gonna have to have come in anyway. But it's an additional cost is what I'm saying. Exactly. Which should be figured in. I mean, because you wouldn't, you're gonna, you wouldn't be able to do an internal volume here. After that, no. We, you know, what, what we would do when, as we get towards the end of the projects and, and we're ready to do the water main work, um, we would have one big debt insurance through, through banks, through the bank debt insurance. To tie all the projects and together? To tie all the projects together in one day. So, like when we would do the incident payments for Jacobson. That smaller amount would be an internal loan, and and we would uh, we'd be able to finance it through this, be an internal loan to have the funds, and then uh, we start to be So during the, the initial adaptive project to get the water main underneath the building area, we could do that as a as an internal loan and to, for a smaller project. So how long? How much? How long do you borrow the money for to put it all together? If there's 20 year repayment, through the TIF, it's 20 years. And that's what we would do to the bank? Would be the same 20 years and you would use the TIF payment from the properties to cover this? Yes. I mean, I realize you are with the back, though. Is the 20, is the Chipper that you're going to get on of all 175 is that going to pay for this? Yeah, just you know, think of everything in, in one big picture so that with all of the economic development projects, generate stiff to pay debt service on the water main income. So, one big loan, a couple internal loans, and then those internal loans, they get rolled into a big loan. Um, but obviously, we kind of need to know the cost of it. Yeah. And how big, how big is that transformer? Eight. Huh? Yeah. I know. We have which one do we think of? Very well. We have to ask Jeff. Hey, hey Jeff. So how, how big is this, this three-phase transformer that's there? Where is it three transformer? Where do you have one at? Um, the closest one's right here behind Palm State Bank, free base transformer here. Okay. But it, it doesn't really matter on KBA for the most part unless you've got a 2000 like they got out there, which is a very big unit. But most of the rest of them are fairly similar in size. So, so when you're talking Fifth Street on Madison, we would have something like what is behind Farmer State Bank. Correct. Plus, we're going to have that slab for the Correct. pump station. Right? But in the control panel, like staff. Or you got to get a cost estimate on that. Yeah, what I'm going to do is keep working with the uh, with the engineers on on well. 
I guess one more thing about exactly on timing on that. The timing on this one isn't nearly as important. Right. It doesn't have to happen. Right. Right. No, exactly. But, I, but yeah, yeah, we can we can put a, a rough cost together on that yeah. transformer cost, and then it would bring the uh, the boring cost. Yeah. And we can go ahead and move on back to the split one. We can, yes. All right. Okay. Okay, we have an environmental study we need to do on Alpha 20. Yeah, so they did, um, working through this firm uh, called Environmental Resource Services, and this is out of, out of Ames, um, that they had given this proposal then to do phase one and phase two studies on. Outlot 20, which is the north half of the river south of here. Actually, got a, a one call today about having them come in and do the boring, which was dated for Wednesday. So they will be here to put the purpose. So I see they're going to go down like 10, 20 feet. Yes. And the project that we're looking at would only be slabs, whatever project we end up with. But they go that anyway, and then what happens if it's deemed, um, what do you call that, ground site? Oh, like ground site, that there'd be a mitigation strategy developed about having the potential. Even though you might not understand what you're doing. Yeah. That, um... So as rear as it could just sit there forever, it wasn't a problem. That's what we wanted to do. Well, and that's, uh... I guess the notion that they're they're doing these cores that are 20 feet deep has more to do with the fulfilling of the phase one, phase two requirements for that stuff. Okay. 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 Yes. So Second. Huh? Yes. 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 Thank you. Yes. Do you need to make a final payout for the barbecue cell? Yeah, that actually came together real well. The uh, engineer in the urban conservation and Mr. Rock here walked through that. They felt real good about it and recommended final payment of $1,796. Second. Second. We'll call. Over. Yes. Thank you. Yes. 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 Okay, we need to consider appointments for P and Z. Yeah, so we have get two seats on the planning zoning that that would be open Nathan Beckman uh, would, would be reappointed and we got two additional uh, applications to consider John out and Jim Wallace and I contacted them both about the meeting and Jim said that we may have a meeting conflict tonight. So, Looking to, uh, like I say, fill a few seats and lose the misunderstanding. Well, I don't know, my opinion is um, Second. 
I'll second it. Roll call. Yes. 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 There you go. More years. He's the same. Okay, the, we had KTIV here last week. They put the camera up, and four hours later, they took it back down and couldn't make a connection or something. So they took it back. So, but it was wiggling in the wind, so Jeff put a new pole in with the guys, put a new pole down in the day. Okay. And we were supposed to be here on Thursday to put it back up, so we'll work out through the buds. So we should be live shortly after that, and officially, July 1st. They took down a class five, which the higher the number, the smaller out the pole. The biggest class I have for a 35 footer is class three. So that's what uh, I looked for the biggest one in the pile you can get. Doesn't look like a wind might. Uh, you'll probably still get a little shake out of it and a good wind, but it should be a little better than what we had. So do they really know what the problem was? And they had tested the camera before they brought it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They worked in Sioux City. They had a laptop. We spent hours up on top. We had buttons in the same I think. We don't know where. Scotty died pretty slowly. Anyway, after four hours, I decided we took it all back down. And Corn uh, Belt was there. Aaron, and he took the bracket and it was really hard to mount it to the pole because it wasn't made for that. We Most changed that bracket a little bit today with him. Yeah. Aaron was there with us while we, we set the okay. pole. And he's got a little better, different setup, so it should be better. It took us 20 minutes to put it up, and then another car to take it back down twice. You've been watching it all week. They appreciate you watching, I'm sure. Um, I watch it every day. <laughs> it's probably here or there, but have you guys heard anything about the Wi Fi in the area? No, because they say the camp, since we upgraded the campground, they say it's really good. And then I heard people out of Dixieland were having trouble with Wi-Fi. And I don't, I just wonder. That's all buried out there, so I, I don't know, I guess that's a question for Cornwall. Yeah, I just wondered. I thought maybe somebody knew they were having issues or something. Anyway, with the KTIB camera, we have to figure out what percentage of the city was participating in the truck stop, the city was contributing. Of the 1700 a month, we would kick in 500. Council would like to do that. We have four sponsors, that's what they wanted. Is that a year out? Yeah, it's a two year contract. I think it's good for us. When the person coming down to show us the program we've never heard of, like you. I mean, I talk to people all over, you know, and I, I'll let you go in my street or something. They say, oh, I know where that is. I, I think we should do our homework and see what's going on.
Uh, a lot of crack in here. Um, they were doing some digging today again um, and put another blocker in. Um, I checked it uh, yesterday. Uh, checked it last week. Our little spot, the west spot, and then uh, Sunday I went back and checked it again, and it had dropped uh, a little bit. So they may have got it. Um, I don't know. It's been dry and hot. The wet spot ain't as big as it used to be, but it could be because it's been hot and dry. Um, they did do another blocker, uh, a little bit lower in cell number one on the pipes. Uh, let's see how that, that stops it. There's still a little trickle that comes out underneath pipes. Hopefully maybe that'll take care of that. Because he put some more stuff in But didn't he think that one wet spot out there? I thought Todd was trying to say that that was that it was not a leak out of the berm. Isn't that what he was saying about David Rowley? Yeah. Because he said something about the height of it. Yeah, and he didn't think that it was a tile either, just because he don't think that it would come up to the surface after the lagoon had been in yeah. or lower. So could it be that that wet spot was you know kind of wet deep in really and that now it's just finally trying to dry out. Uh, and you're, you're skeptical. I'm skeptical on that. Yeah. Uh, just because that that spot should have been dried a long time ago. Because um, that would have been lowered for quite a while. Um, I'm more apt to say that it was a tile line. So we learn anything again if we test it or people? It, it, it'll still have it in there. I mean, you'd have to dig it up a little bit. I talked to Scott, we're going to make another hole somewhere else to see if that's going to um, come up there and then we can test it. So where does the tile run that you think it might be coming from? From the east side, uh, between the two. Well, it runs out the east side and comes down around the south. Okay. And then over to uh, the manhole. And then down to the trail. But clear away from the, from the lining, right? From the what? From the lining? Yeah. It's not close to the No. It's out on the side of the berm and there's, there's actually two of them. One's kind of halfway up and then the other one's down towards the bottom. Okay. Right. So we're going to have another opportunity here. When they start to fill, fill again, okay, we won't have effluent coming out of, of the uh, Sanger system from Turtle Okay, That tile that he's talking about still drains into the effluent manhole. Okay, So you have that tile draining in and effluent always flowing through there too. We never have a chance to test the that tile, the tile flow. Okay, we'll have that chance. And we'll we'll make sure that we get a test of that tile when we're not having uh, effluent coming from the pressure. Okay. 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 Uh, a couple other things for you. I put that in, in there just as a as an FYI about a request for 
no parking on Horseshoe Drive. And uh, likely be that we would, would do no parking on what would be the inside. There would just be no parking on the island side of Horseshoe Drive. The island side? Inside, inside. The whole inside of Horseshoe Drive. So no parking on Horseshoe Drive. Yep. So part of your house, but you could park across the room. Right. Just the, the uh, complaint was, uh, and there's more people that, that live up there now, and of course the more people certainly come visit than on the weekend. And when we're really busy up there during the weekend, if, if you had uh, car parked on both sides, you could just hardly get um, so oh, I, I see what you're saying. Both, I thought you meant both sides of the sort of the. Uh, I uh, think of it as inside and outside. I, so you I can park it. on the outside, but not on the inside. I, I see what you're saying. And uh, I just gave up. <laughs> I think when you consider from the corner of Lake Street up fifth, or at least the alley on one side, that was terrible last weekend. We're trying to get back and forth to camp. People coming up and down in one lane, and we have people parked on both sides of the railway. Water Carnival, we put temporary no parking on the one side, but I think we should make permanent for a short area at the corner. Where, where you can turn, right in front of Van Evers. On 5th Street? Yes, one one side or the other. Just Even just to the alley. I don't want to take away from, you know, Speaker Park or flashback but just from that corner to the alley is terrible. He sat there and sat there just to turn people trying to get in and out and I was trying to get in and out and so on this horseshoe um, you know I did refer this on to a police department him taking a look there and, and Brandon was uh, in general agreement that that would be a good place for him to park oh. Um, and if, if the council's on board with this, we'd have an ordinance come to the, to the next council. You sure don't have to. I mean, if, if you want input. Well, they need to know. I mean, you can read about it. Yeah, remember that? Remember that last song? Yeah, remember that. Okay, can do. Um, uh, Camp Crescent project, as far as pads and everything, the, the project is, is done. Uh, doing pretty good growing some grass. We anticipate opening the sites for camping as of the weekend of June 19th. Um, on the cabins, uh, we're still still waiting uh, contractors to, to get that done. I think we may explore other options. <laughs> Um, just a couple other things for you. Northwest Island League meeting is the 17th. That's in Lamar to be a, a session with, with regional uh, state representatives. And the League of Cities is having their annual conference again in person in September. And it's like the 14th through 16th. 
And they get a long cord with a couple more of the boards. I mean, I'll bring it to you guys when they kind of get a little more info on it. But I'd like to have them just so we got them for that event. That event's just going to be bigger. 1,600 glasses. It's huge. And... And I'll just put a thing out there. Anybody would know anybody that would step up and play volunteer. We are really struggling to get volunteers. And people that could help aren't helping. And um, it's been a nightmare for those coordinators. Not just Sip and Sample, but the concert and, and cleaning up after those two events. Because then when you do get people to help come clean up, but most of them are gone. You know, they'll come work a shift, you know, which is great, but we also need people, you know, especially strong people that can load trailers and move tables and chance. I walked down to the concert with my daughter and my future son along. I no longer got there and I got a call on had a transformer go down in the campground. So we worked till nine thirty that night. Yeah. So I, I appreciate Dean for helping me out. Right. Good job. He helped carry some of the heavy wire too. Good job. It was hot and heavy. Thanks for everything you guys do. Yeah, exactly. We could have disappeared if we wouldn't know. Thank you. Thank you. got that organized real well and pick up carts and you know give them a date for next year. You know, usually you'll have a few that'll say, Well I didn't really do very good today or whatever, but they were all just they done well, we're pleased with their sales. So. I'm not gonna be a caller. <laughs> <laughs>